0: Okay, welcome everyone. <clears throat> we had started Per uh, Chamishi, Chelakal Per or Nais nice Aleph, and we're discussing last week that there are physical things in this world. So we discussed that by Rikus last week. And then he moves on that there are also Ruchniestika things. They are uh, beings that have no, or creations, let's not say beings, creations that have no, um, they don't have a physical element and they are built in they can't be sensed by any of the, our physical senses now that doesn't mean we can't see that doesn't mean we can't see the um, we can't see the effects of these things it just means that we can't see them themselves and right? we're very comfortable with such ideas again without getting into the discussion we had last week about it but um, we can't see gravity or measure it in any physical way, but we measure it by its effects. And that's how we uh, we think about it in terms of the effects that it has. And, and and we're perfectly fine with that. We have no issue conceptualizing that, talking about it as if it's a real thing. That's not a problem by us. So we just have to learn to as well do that with spiritual things, is to recognize the the effects that they have in the world. And as such... Um, make it very easy to think about them. So the neshama, which is the most obvious of them, is uh, the effect that it has is by having us be alive and by having us be thoughtful and imaginative, and etc. And any time a person experiences one of those things, just like, um, it's not like every time we see them, so say, oh, there's gravity and effect. We don't say it, but... That is how we. If if we if it comes to our thought, that's how we conceptualize it. So, to any time you see someone being alive, you should say, "Oh, that's the neshama in effect. That's the neshama having an effect." And it's clear proof that there's a uh, proof. Uh, it's clear. So this,
1: this is, is really it. every second of the the, the of the brocha of the neshama. Really, it's better Akasha that ruach should have an effect, or possibly more of a the, the other way around, that the two are really interacting even in an effect way. I'm saying obviously the, 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 right. the combination of the Neshama with the guf is that greatest chiddush which we say in the Bracham. Right. But, but the fact How that it can
0: even interact... That is... you, you
1: shake the lulav and you did a mitzvah which is something Lamal. Well, okay. The, and then it...
0: But it's a little bit more... Let's call it the other way. Right now, he's fo- we would be focusing more on the top-down um, method, which is that spiritual realities... Take a physical effect in this world. That's the
1: kasha. That's what, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, but, but that, your, that exa- your example was the opposite. Saying shake the lulav. Right. No, but what I mean to say is, when you shake the lulav, you become. And it sh- does whatever. Not me. Right. And whatever it does up there, to then go and come back and give us shpeis it's, well, it's just as
0: much. Just as a shver, the first part of it. How does the physical act connect yeah. to the spiritual world? Right. How well, does two worlds interact no with each other, yes, is a kedush. Is a chedish. because there is there is no point of. Of commonality between them, the physical things are completely physical, and ruchnis things are completely ruchnis. There's, I mean, there is a class of things that are in between, but where uh, generally there's not. So, uh, <speaking Spanish> These spiritual things are split into two species, two types. <speaking Spanish> the first is neshomis, and the second is what well, we. Uh, the uh, transcendent beings. Things that, will, that are separate and will remain that way, always. Ha-Neshamah um, is... They are a type of spiritual creation. Is added to... Which is built in such a way that it is capable of going into a guf. And attaching to a guf. Now, before we continue anything further... Okay, the to be bound. So if you touch it that way, it's come from the word gvul. Other, you can also touch it as to uh, to mixing it together, which is like from Rashi and Breishis. But the Pashtas of what he means here, and that's how I use it for sure later, is that it means uh, to be bound in the restrictions of the gvul. to become extremely attached to the gvul. by and to through the gvul, or within the Gulf, do many different acts, is manam shalom at different times. Um, he's saying here that an is a created thing. That means there's Hashem, the creator and there's an the created. Uh, now we know an expression that an is a chilak al which would mean that it's not a created thing. It's a displaced or detached maybe thing. But it's not a, it's not it is, in no way can you call it created so um to call something a slice of hashem doesn't really make sense because there's no parts so well, you, neshama you can't okay. slice something the yeah. shamas not like them the have parts things have parts they have some sort of conception of them uh neshama does not it's not a physical part but they have conceptual parts ruchistic parts whatever you whatever you want to call them but they have chalokim. Um, they have there's the thing itself, and then it has its nature, which is not it, it's just things that are inherent in it, and Hashem is not like any of that. So Hashem is uniquely different than everything else. But here it's saying that it's a Nivra, and Chelech mal sounds like it's not a Nivra. It sounds like it's not a creation. Uh, second problem, um, anything in the world that exists is because it has a nithus of of the kedusha from Hakadosh Baruch that's what makes it real. So then, everything is a chelak of the Every atom in existence, including those atoms that come together to make up places that are tamei Shabtaqla, atuma, are also um, there is a spark of godliness in them. So then, what is what is the mean? In what meaningful way is a neshama different than everything else? So the Ramcha'al... Not in Klach, um, which I don't know. So um, what I'm saying is what I think it's what I think he's saying there. I looked it up. So what I think he's saying: the the, the when Hashem made the world, so he he there's a, a, nothing can exist without some bit of the Or HaKadosh Baruch within it. That's what makes it real. That's what makes it exist. And everything else is layers on top of that. So it, it goes into everything, but not everything, so to speak, has direct contact with it. So for example, if I, if I put a glove on top of a glove, 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 and I wear 10 layers of gloves, and I move my fingers, so all 10 gloves will move, um, Realistically speaking, the outer glove will move much less than any of the other gloves, just because of how puffy it is, and, and it's not. But the outer glove is not touching my finger. It's moving because of my finger. The only thing that gives it the ability to move and, so to speak, be alive, is the living finger that's inside of it, but, but they're not directly in contact. Um, when we say that everything has, it, we mean like that. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, put his R, like the finger in this mashal, into the first la- layer, which then went into the second layer, which then went into the third layer, and until it gets lower and lower and lower and lower, until it eventually comes to this world, it can even be in Slavish more and more and more, until the point that it would not be, uh, it, it w- you would feel no sense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu there. It's there, but you c- wouldn't be able to sense it. And that's the things that we call tuma and Onwards.
1: Say, not a rock. Tume. No, no tume right,
0: specifically no, no. because that's the epoch of Hashem. Right. And so the uh, Tumor, which is what we call a lack of Hashem there, which again, that maybe helps explain the idea of the Richuk that's there. It's because it's, it's functioning at a distance from the Oral Kim It's not, it is, there's many in between. Now, again, its only existence comes about from the animating R. Kim that's in it. But there's so many layers that it's uh, to the point that you, no one can be margish to Eur in that spot. And that's what, from there and on is what's called tumen. And the more unnoticed, unfeelable it is, the further you would have to peel the flares to get there, I guess, would be more tummy. That's, so that's what the world is. So it's true that there's a Chelech in it, but w- the, the thing that you're interacting is not, it would be wrong to call it a Chelech mal. Imal. The, what you're interacting with is a shell. On top of a <inaudible> chelak alkimimal, it's being an what? No, when I <inaudible> touch this cup, <inaudible> oh, that's interesting. this cup wouldn't be improper to call the cup a chelak <inaudible> alkimimal. It is within it. There's, it's covering over a chelak alkimimal, which I should try maybe to get to. But but um, the cup itself is not a, a, a neshama is not that way. The Neshama, and in all the different levels of Neshama, is all the Ar Hashem. The Ar Hashem is all there. Let's say there's different Neshamas that, so to speak, are maybe like thicker, and it's a thicker glove, so the outer part of the Neshama that you're dealing with is further away from the Ar. But the Neshama itself has an animating, is directly in contact with the Ar that's inside of it. So when we say there's a chelak al kimimal, that's the inner essence of the neshama, not the part that we're in contact with, uh, but all the parts of the neshama are in contact with that, with that chelak and that's why it's appropriate to say about the neshama that it is a chelak al kimimal because it's directly in contact with it, as opposed to other things in this world which are not. Now, if I'm understanding the Nevi correctly. It's not, it's not, it, it's that, the really the first glove, so to speak, that goes on the, on, uh, okay, maybe it's the fourth glove. I'm not sure. The, that goes on the, the the Or Hashem is the Neshama of Klai Yisrael. Um, it either comes in after Kesser, after, after the first three spheres, or it's even maybe before the first three spheres. Neshama. The Neshama of Klai Yisrael. And that's why and then everything else gets layered on top of that. So um, similar, let's say, the way we would view the spinal cord. Right? The spinal cord is a direct extension of the brain. Um, it now, the it goes all the way down to the bottom of a person. Um, and the branches that come off of it, higher up, are much higher on the person than the lowest parts of the, of the spinal co- column itself but the spinal cord, but the spinal cord is the brain. And this is an extension, it's nerves that are coming off it, at a, at a higher spot, but still you can't compare them to the brain itself. So the, the neshama of a person, so to speak, goes, is the, is the thing that goes straight down throughout the entire Bria. And there are branches that come off of it at various points. Um, so if you, if you give an epidural, let's say, which you're, injecting something straight, in, you know, straight into the spinal cord, but if you do it lower down, uh, so it numbs everything from that point and below, but it doesn't numb things above. Similarly, if a person, if, uh, if a person, every, uh, the Neshama of Kala Yisrael is is, is, is uh, attached to the entire Briya. So depending on where you plug in, where, where you're connected to that general Neshama of so that's where you'll have your effect until... And you, you, you're not going to affect things higher than that. But, but um, theoretically speaking, for the people plugged in all the way at to the top, the entire Bria responds to whatever it is that they're doing because that's the source of where everything comes from. And that's why, that's what makes uh, um, Gideon so powerful and so pivotal in the Bria. I, it's not, uh, we're not, uh, I hope, um, holding still there. Some younger people are still. Um, possibly the th- This genre of The teenage kid Who thinks that they're a regular guy Or gal And then finds out that no Actually they have super duper powers And they are standing at the most pivotal point In all of history Because the forces of good and evil are now perfectly arrayed right against each other And they right? Harry Potter and, and, and a trillion other such books Which are all basically the same idea they're very popular because in the heart of every person and certainly every child who's still dreaming Is that one day I will find out that I am pivotal That that I really make a difference and that everything hinges on me Now they may eventually, if that would ever happen, be crushed by the um, responsibility of it But they like the idea it's, it's, it's sad that for the people for whom it's true not, they don't recognize it. They're busy reading Harry Potter instead of understanding it. That's you. That's what a Jew is. You live in a world that's not what everyone sees. You live in a world where in the shadows there's the forces of good and the forces of evil. And you're the pivotal point. And everything you do matters tremendously. And you, the, the world hangs in the balance and you're the one who's going to decide it. Mamish wanted to write a book about Harry Potter but and, and they come to have him do stuff and he's too busy reading Harry Potter or, you know, I don't know, but the reading of Lord of the Rings, right? That's the side. You know, it's you're the main character in the story that you're reading a story about and, and you're not doing your part because you're busy reading. No, don't, I, I can't be busy with, you know, saving the world. I'm reading Lord of the Rings, right? We have to figure out a way to get through to our children how... how uh, exciting, amazing, and important they, their life is. And that it really matters. It really matters. Now, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, schooler guy. But in that way, you know, Hasidim are very into a lot of this stuff. It gives them the upper hand in this because they live in a much more spiritual world. They, their children are raised in a world of Tumor and tyra, and you know Ruch is a real thing and a, right by us like you know remember to wash negavasa. and by them it's like it's a major issue if someone did, touched the food in the house and didn't wash negavasa. and they're throwing things out and I'm not that I'm advocating but screaming at kids because how did you touch the food without washing your hands first it's a real thing by them and, and it's like, oh, by chazim is a real thing. It's a real thing. It shouldn't be by them. That's the reality. It's a real thing. So if a person is so calm, that even when their kid wears mismatched socks to school, or dress themselves, you know, when the mother gave birth and the father, she comes home and she sees what the father dressed the kids in, it's not a big deal. Because nothing is a big deal. It doesn't matter. So then, okay, you know, that's your personality. But if for such things, your eyeballs could pop out of your head and, 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 and lose your voice and whatever, because how could you go to school that way so then, it, it has to be at least as much. And the reality is that I, I, I don't want to speak for everyone for everything in the in the It's also these things are very real. But even so, it's not as much as it is by the Hasidim. It's in the Hasidim are very busy with inyonim and schoolies, and therefore kids grow shaydim. Uh, kids grow up. the stories they hear about are about moivsim? So litvaks don't like moivsim stories. But what it does to a child, if he's raised on it properly, and the stories are told over right, and the father actually lives a life that matches up with the stories he's telling, not stop just tell stories. So they grow up in a world that is dominated by spiritual forces. And, and they begin to think that way. And when they see something happen, yeah, of course, that's because someone gave an Ayn Hara. And we have to go get the Ayn Hara off now. And he and tells the little kid, yeah, the reason why you're sick is because you have an Ayn Hara. Right. Yeah okay, yeah, uh, maybe it's you cause invoke of germs.
1: Invoke the
0: well, and they don't care. Uh, well, right, so so um, it, it's it's uh, it's something we need to work on a little bit. Is to yeah, but then there's
1: the danger of that also. Uh, That's Hagufa,
0: which is of it going too far. That so you believing yeah. in it? What? That so you believe in it?
1: And you forget what it represents.
0: No, it doesn't represent. It's real. You're not it's, <laughs> it's not that no, Are real you
1: when you start pinning it on that in of
0: itself. Well no, no, it's, it's, it's that's really what, what the Gemara says, it. right? The Gemara says that nine out of ten people die from Ayn Hara. That's real. And the is pinning it on Aynhara. No, no, I'm not
1: saying saying no, no, I'm talking about when to comes to and... and, and, and yeah, you're living so, the spiritual thing And then you're forgetting That, is, that it's the Ebishtah That's the behind it uh, uh, But, but becomes,
0: it's, it's much more likely if you get the, the Ebishtah Behind science Than that You'll forget the Ebishtah Behind Ruknis So if, of the two choices That's the better one Right If you ask someone Right Why did When you strike the match Why does a fire come out of it So if he gives you some Hasidiship shot And why that happens That's a lot closer To the truth Than the sorry, Well Because phosphorus Interacts with the, the Good, so what does that have to do, with and how come that produces that result? I don't know, because of the Ratz HaShem, so he's closer to talking about the Ratz HaShem than we are. So it's something we have to, we have to understand and get into, that we, this, we live in a spiritual world, the spiritual world affects us, and we affect it, and all those things that you imagine and you want to have be true, they are true. When you take, right, if you told the kid, uh, you know, especially kids who read these books, I, you know what we actually have in my closet? I have a, a real sword that when you wave it around, it produces like force fields. It's like, really, really, what is it? And you pull out your lulov. I say, you know, when you wave this, it knocks away bad ruchos in this direction, in that direction, and demons are flying out of the way. Ah! As. It's Mamish the reality. That's, and that's the real power sword. No, he, no, no. He needs it to be a fake power sword. A fake real power sword. So, again, this is part of the kite that we've picked up a lot of. Um, it's a long ago. But, but uh, as much as we can, if we can try to to bring it back a little bit and, and live this way, and that's really what the Nebuchadnezzar was about. That's what the Sefer is about. And really, that's what Hasidus uh, to a certain extent, is about is br- taking the inner penimis uh, and bringing it more out the open so people can recognize the significance of their actions, and that's why Nefshakim wrote the sefer. It's uh, uh, in order that people should understand that what they do matters, right? And and the, the, you know the and it's brought down that Yecheskel uh, had the the Mara of of the Master Markovo as Klyasov was going into Gullus. that's Why is that the time? So I mean, part of what he was seeing was the Markov leaving the Besamekish. So it was, that's what makes sense to see that. But, but the, the, the openness of the vision and the, his ability to tell people that he had seen something like this, whether they understood it or not, gave them, a, a, at a time when we were feeling very low, it gave us a sense of this, you're still the point of creation. You're still connected to Hashem. You still have, you're still plugged into things that no one else is plugged into. And that's an uplifting thought. And as we get further and further and further into the ghost, and people become, they feel less and less and less connected. So a sense of that what I'm doing is significant, and it matters, it matters. Uh, you, um, uh, l- l- as a, a Dimyan, it's not mamish amish the same. A uh, am all, you know, uh, some gematris are like, well, whatever. But, but, you know, like, okay, yeah. I don't what's it supposed to teach me. It's time cute. But there are some gematrias that are, like, power. I and mean, are like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, the, this diaper has, it's not even with his parents. It's in some other, I think, unpublished paper. He goes through, like, every posik of, uh, the, the, that's Khenik, The the And it's, it's the same gematria, but Ms. as the Posik that describes Khenek. Kind of. It's like these gigantically long, involved gematrias. That so, if a person hears enough of them, it, it could start to actually move a person and say, "You know what? Maybe there's some MS, to, a, a different, a deeper level of MS to the Torah. Torah codes similarly, the same type of Zach. Anyone? I think it's very, very difficult without a lot more of statistical analysis and, and much more." Explanation given. If someone's basing their their uh, um, belief in Yiddishkeit kind on of Torah codes, they need a lot of work to do. But for someone who believes, but belief can be deepened. So if you see enough of it, again, assuming you're semi-confident in in what it represents, so then it, it, there's like a a strength that comes from that. If you if you um, uh, the vonigons shot him have uh, his swarm have a mahal. like everything fits together so perfectly. Mal Mosel you see it every word is used exactly and and and, and it's predictive. it 's predictive it tells you uh, con- connections that you wouldn 't have made on your own, but now you use the system of how the words are supposed to mean, and it gives you insight that you would have wow that 's amazing. So it grows from that a certain like bitachon uh, um, uh, uh, that you wouldn't have had otherwise. So these things too, you know, you layer them enough of them, one on top of another, and hopefully there begins to be some movement in the direction of recognizing the reality of the spiritual world. So, um, so as, what he said about these neshamas were that a neshama is created with to go into a gof to become attached to it, and to do things, um, various things to it, and then it says, um, uh, means, like he said before in the Sefer, once is before, before Misa, and once after Misa, it's two different things that the Neshama does, or more specifically, once is before Tikkun, and once uh, after Tika right? other Mauritian wouldn't have had to go through Misa but still his Neshama functioned in two different ways the first time when it first came into him it animated him made him be alive and it, it gave him the pull towards good but it wasn't yet doing anything to his guf uh, it wasn't making his go, Hey, look, like, if he would have done his mitzvah, or in our case, after Misa and after Chesamesim, so then the Neshama does its second type of pu'ula in the gulf, which is to transform it to being a Ruchmiestika thing, which is capable of, of being Meib or Kodesh Baruch. Ha Nivdolim, the Nivdolim, transcendent beings nice art scroll touch, right? Min Nivron Ruchnian, they are a type of crea- spiritual creation, built the musim cloud. They are not ever going to go into any physical thing. And, oh, within that category they're divided into two. Ha One is called Koichais. Uh, the second is called Malachim. Now the Koichais is more familiarly known as the Svirahs. The 10 Svirahs are what has been called the Koychus over here. And the second type is Malachim. The me Mimalois Rabbis V'Sha'anis. In these two categories, there are many um, different types within those categories. Um, but but they're very, there's a tremendous amount of similarity within all the Koychus, therefore they can be put into one group. And a tremendous amount of similarity within all the malachim, and therefore they could be. Even though a sarif is very different than a than the ishim, uh, in many ways, you know, even the way we depict them is extremely different. Uh, but they're all they all fit into the category called malachim. They're clo- all malachim are, are instantly, so to speak, recognizable as being a malach, as opposed to being a physical thing, or as opposed to being a koychis. Or shade which is going to be his next category. Ulehem chukim Just like physical things have a nature. That means there's a way that they work. Hashem set up that way. And then they follow that path and work in that way. So too, the spiritual world has rules also. And it's not a free-for-all. Malachim can't do whatever they want and don't do whatever they want and don't function like however they want. And so too, even with the is which are are much higher level. They also don't do what they want and they don't function however they want. There are rules that are set up, a nature that, said, that they follow. And when in the discussion that he's gonna have of kishuf, that's a very important point. Um, because, no, two things. One, you can't do whatever you want with Kishof. It's not like you just do whatever, you, there's rules. There's things that I can do and there's things that I can't do, because I can't do them. And, and, and how you have to go about doing them is follows a certain set of rules. It's not just like if you are magical, you can do magic. No, you would have to learn, sit down and learn it. And just like someone who wants to manipulate the physical world has to learn science and learn about the physical world and how to manipulate it. And depending on what, if you if you've learned biology, so then you you know how to end life. Um, you you can you know you know how potentially mix different forms of life. And bring about new forms. If you've learned earth science. So you won't know anything about necessarily biology. You'll know how to manipulate the, the physical uh, environment. If you learn physics. So you know how to do that sort of stuff. You know chemistry. So you can manipulate things in a different way. Um, on, a, on, a, on a chemical level. So too. In the spiritual world. There are, there are different. It's made up of parts. And, and they all function in different ways. And there's rules of how they function. And as a person learns them. which Some of which we'll discuss. So then they can potentially manipulate them in certain ways and certainly just understand why certain things happen the way they do or why they have to happen the way that they do is because that's the nature of things and it can't go any other way. Obviously Hashem can make Nisim in the spiritual world the same way can make Nisim in the physical world. But it's just as much an ace if it's going against those rules as when it goes against these rules. Um, again, understanding that Hashem is the creator of all those rules. The gamhem is rabbis for shines ulahem hukim tivium. What? What are the spheres? Uh, um so again. The the gloves that we spoke about th uh, those are the spheres. Um and they're they uh, But we operate within them, no happen to
1: those
0: um
1: that's why I'm, I'm confused. when he's saying that it's that it's a keches that are like okay. So I to we tap into the spheres. We no. don't tap into malachim. No, no, we don't tap into the spheres.
0: Well, what do you mean by tap into?
1: We're mixing it up with 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 um, chesed, No, that that's a spheres. There's a spheres. Right. so we tap into those. Mm. I'm going to use his word of keches, but it doesn't rival malachim. Malachim, we don't tap
0: into. Malachim. Yeah, well, to. to Mm. Okay, the The best The best marshal I can give for it You familiar anything with electricity? Okay. I'm not I'm not sure I'm saying this right Because every time I try to Study electricity I get confused AC Current, right? alternating current Electricity, if I'm understanding correctly Means that the electrons that are in your wire don't move, basically. There's a slight thing called drift, Brownian motion, but basically they stay in place, and so to speak they wiggle back and forth. But they, they pass on that electrical current, it moves from one electron to the next. And as opposed to a flow of electrons going in, which would be direct current, flowing in one direction, and then coming back around, and going back out the other way. Um, here, the the... the, the there's a current that flows through, but that's it. The, if we would use that as the muscle, and use, let's say, a computer, or a computer game, a, a computer, let's say, as the, as the thing we're working with, the electrical impulse is the Ara Baruch That's the thing that makes everything alive, that goes throughout all the systems, everything that works is working because that electrical impulse is there. Okay. The, the 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 would be the electrons, uh, which are the th- that's the the cle that carries the electrical impulse. Electrical impulse itself is not something you can touch. It's not uh, it's not something you can do anything with. It, it, it makes results, but 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 it's a hashpa, so to speak. The hashpa is filtered through these various levels and. Not like electrons, but, but it gets changed a little bit or it gets uh, tinted in certain ways as it goes through each one. Um, so what we're getting in contact with is the hashpa of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as it's been filtered through all, the, through, all the, through all these things. The switches, which is what turns on and off whether any electrical current is coming through at all in this spot, or how it's coming through, is uh, those are the malachim. And the malachim, so to speak, ferry um, hashpa through all the places it has to go. Um, And and, and until it eventually comes out and gets projected onto the screen, it runs through the program. The program is what tells it what to do. Um, And then it gets put onto the screen that way. And if you hit the screen, we well, mentioned this, this part of the ones once before, so then this, the, the, the thing that's supposed to be there disappears. But it's not really disappeared, it's just you can't see it anymore. And all the energy is still flowing that would make it come. And if you okay a new screen, it's right there. Masha Enkin, if you scratch the programming, so it disappears on the screen, and it's really gone now. Now, if, assuming, let's say, if you leave your screen on for too long, um, and you know, it, it's uh, it gets, like whatever they used to say happened, it burns into the screen, whatever that means, right? And that's why you have screensavers. I don't know if they're still necessary, if the screen technology is still the same, but it burns into the screen, or you paint it onto the screen. So then if you scratch out the code, it will still be there. But in reality, there's nothing really there. It's, it can't move, it can't anything. A person who lives a mamish, a, a, a chaye gashmi. He lives a gashmi, life, so he is painting himself into this world while cutting himself from the next world. So he's nikru mason, af pechaye hem nikru mason, because you're cut off from kol you're not attached to electricity anymore. So how come you're still here? Because you're painted onto the screen. Good, okay, so until the paint wears off and until the screen cracks, you'll still, we'll still see you. But you're an empty, hollow shell mamish. And and you know, the there, there, there's uh, there, where did I see it someplace? And some reader I had as a kid, there's some um, some naturalist, some um, some lady who used to hang out by a pond someplace. So describing how she she got very used to seeing these frogs, and she was able to tell when they were. And then she sees a frog sticking its head out of the water, and she goes to look at it, and and it's just staring back at her. Usually they like swim away, and it's not. And then suddenly the whole thing just like crumpled and with, there's some sort of parasitic fly that lands on the frog, injects something which melts the whole inside of the frog, it sucks it out, and all that's left is the skin. But it's just the skin, and it's a bag of nothing, it's a bag of air, and then eventually the whole thing crumbles. That's what a person has made of himself, because he cut out all the inside. Um, so that, that's, so. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the curses more, Later, but that's a, a muscle for what it is. It's. But well, my connection is so I'm
1: not connecting directly with the spheres. It's sort of the, the effect of it that I'm that I'm connected. You're We talk about everything, spheres. Everything is with
0: your is within the spheres. Anything that exists exists within the spheres. Or through the spheres, the way you it. No, within them, in other words, um, the, the 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 in. In Kabbalah terminology, when they talk about the seviros, they talk uh, about a chain of worlds that start at the highest point and extend their way down. So the the um, the, the the usage of the term shalshalas is bedafka, as opposed to any other means of connecting two things. A shalshelos. Um, the the, topper part, the upper part of the lower ring is higher and it goes and into and is higher than the lower part of the Previous. upper ring. So, the, the point where the lowest part of, of every set of, of every manifestation of the series is Malchus. Malchus the, the point of a melech is to do and to create actual things happening in the world. That's what government is supposed to achieve. Right? America set up its government in a way where it's, when it's functioning properly, it doesn't achieve anything. Right? It's meant to have a checks and balances. That means, theoretically speaking, the only time anything should be achieved is when there's close to unanim- unanimity about the, what should be done. You know, words, when basically no decisions have to be made. But when decisions have to be made, there's a system in place that really should make it very difficult, certainly if, if there's a divided country. It should make it very difficult to do, to do anything. And the system works um, in certain ways. So, so the... Uh, but that's not what malchus is. A melech is supposed to get things done. So the, the, the malchus is the point at which it comes out into... It expresses itself in, in a lower form, which we would call more physical form. The, 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 the next... Severe up is yisoid. Yisoid is is always a point of contact, right? That's what a yisoid is. Yisoid is you know, you're building a house on ground, so it's the foundation is in the ground, and and um, but it's made out of building material, so it shares features of both. It's that's the connecting point. So it's the the is where they is where they hit each other, but the top part of, of the chain, which would be keser. Right, that's, um, so that's, uh, it's, it's uh, on a higher level than the malchus of the thing above it. And that's how the, uh, or to use other terminology, which is the terminology used previously, it's like a foot going into a shoe. The foot is part of the body. It's, the, it's way bigger than the shoe. But it's encased, the foot part of the body The lowest part of the body is encased by the upper part of the shoe, right? The sole of the shoe is under the foot, but the upper part is above the foot. Uh, However, and and if if you're an ant looking at the shoe, so it looks like the shoe is the thing that's moving around, and you'd have to have believed that there's a higher body someplace up there that I can't see because of my vantage point, uh, right underneath the foot, is that, that's actually making it real. But what I interact with, what I deal with, is the, is the shoe. Right? The ant deals with the shoe, not the, not the foot. So that, that would be another way of looking at it. So again, it's the, the upper world going into the lower world. It actually has to go into it. It means there's some part of it that has to descend onto a lower level than the upper. And, but, but because it's a part of a much bigger, greater thing, it gives it life. And it gives it its ruchness, it gives it its taichen. And
1: it has to manifest, manifest right, so, it itself in something else. So we,
0: right. we, within the lowest, we live, our existence is within malchus of the lowest part of the chain. And, and, uh, but then, then, so to speak, within ourselves, we manifest the same thing. It, it's just That's everywhere. That's, the, the sphere is, is the fabric of creation. So every place you look, no matter, you know what, like those stones they say from the uh, Sinai. no matter how much, how small you break them, you always see that little design. Um, that's the way it is. No matter how small you'll break anything, you'll always see this design and and really um, in its simplest form, it's a three-part design. Right? That's, a, that's the most basic unit of it. It has a higher manifestation, a higher manifestation, a higher manifestation, but that's basically what it is. So you know, one is tempted to say that uh, uh, electrons, neutrons, protons is a is a, w- again, which is mamish disingy. One pushes, one pulls, and one is a blend that neutralizes them both. It, it, it fits the ideas, and then if you go even to the lower level of the neutrinos, then it seems to fit. But but that's taking things, uh, you know. You have to be big to be able to say that that's what that is. Have, I would have to know Kabbalah a lot better than I do to be able to see whether a taka matches up properly and it's appropriate to say such things. But what the Qafis are, that is uh, that's a big that's, that is what Kabbalah is mainly discussing. M- came out the, the majority, I would say, of what Kabbalah is, is describing the Qafis and, and how the spheres work and how they do stuff and what they do. And, and ultimately, what it's trying to say is not how they do stuff. So that how you can recognize that everything that happens in the world is happening through Hashem and nothing is aside from Him. And using, so to speak, Svira theory to explain everything that happens in the world. So, that's a, it's a big discussion, not, not for here. Um, let's finish up the paragraph. Ad uh, be uh, no. Each one has its own different nature according to um, how special it is and what madrega it's on. So that you can call them many different types of one species. But they are very different from each other. More different, let's say, than uh, an American is from a European. That's just basically all the same. You know, that's skin deep, so to speak, most of it. But here it's really different. Um, You know, different like dogs and wolves, but you could see that they're the same sort of thing. And cats and lions and tigers are all sort of the same thing, but they're very different from each other. So too, they're very different from each other. So their whole species is called malachi. Um, The the, uh, Malach thing, but they're different. Okay. Uh, we'll continue next week. In with shape. When, when you find. Malachim.